The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. everybody, welcome back. We're back. Another episode of Hardly Kayfabe, your home for pro wrestling talk here on the network, one of the many podcasts at BICBP-radio.com. I'm one of your co-hosts, Chris Chavez, joined, as always, by my partner in crime, Johnny Townsend. How are you, sir? I am good, and just so the audience knows, uh, we are taking everything very serious here at Hardly Kayfabe, and we are recording this in front of a a packed house of nobody. Exactly. We're we're taking the social distancing very serious, so seriously right. that uh, Johnny, you are, I, I made sure that you were a few states away. Yeah, just because I like to open mouth, breathe on you. <laughs> I mean, well, didn't you guys hear? I mean, now they're saying that it's transferable by uh, by Skype. Oh, that's why we're going to start using something else. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> you heard the voice, the blast from the past, the man himself, Mr. Maverick. Matt Milan has returned. Matt Johnson, how are you, sir? <laughs> so you have not recovered from your hiatus. No. no and you I also took up smoking. <laughs> Crack. No. <laughs> oh God. No, I, everything everything is going good over here in uh in, in Matt Land. Everything's going swell. Thank you for asking. Ho- missed you guys. It's been a while. It's been a little while. No kidding. You and I had a chance to record uh for the podcast precinct uh fundraiser, so that was a good good episode. We had a good time there. But yeah, it's we been did. a while since the three of us, since the, the stable has been back together. The Holy Trinity. <laughs> We could call it that. Or what's the new one? The Death Triangle? Is that the new tag team? I was going to say the Three Musketeers, but <laughs> that's just because I'm hungry. But I mean, isn't that the name of Ruth's. Isn't Death Triangle the name of the one with Pac and the Lucha Brothers? Isn't I that think the name so. of it? Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I, thought so. I, was, I was making sure I didn't say the wrong thing there. Because you know it's me, man. It, yeah, it's something of that nature. You know me, Marty Janetti, the Heartbreak Kid. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, yeah, fellas, we're back, but it is different. Johnny, you referenced the fact that, uh, jokingly, you know, recording in front of a studio of nothing, but this is kind of reality now, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's weird. On, we all record a lot of podcasts on the network, so on many of our podcasts, we've addressed it. It's the first time the three of us are sitting down and addressing uh, the, the monkey in the room, the elephant in the room, right? The coronavirus yeah, it's uh it's a scary weird time right now and I'm not sure what to quite make of it all just yet. I think a lot of it is just uh heavy precaution from this thing getting truly truly bad. Yeah. Uh and but uh it has and it's it's impacted entertainment and you know entertainment for us as Amer- as Americans as human beings is uh it's, in- it's incredibly important. You know, it's a every it's a huge aspect of our everyday life. And pro wrestling is one of the things that has been hit probably the hardest. If you know, uh, it, it's I mean it's tough everywhere as far as sport goes. Sports such a huge part of entertainment, but uh, pro wrestling has definitely been impacted hugely from uh, from what's going on in in, in America today, the world uh, today. 
Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, I mean, it's just, you know, especially when it comes to wrestling, we'll just look at it from that angle. You know, uh, wrestling and the crowd are, like, they're they're kind of together. You know, the one kind of needs the other, and vice versa, really. Like, they kind of, uh, you know, they're symbiotes or whatever. Uh, you know, you feed off the crowd, whether you're, you know, when you're wrestling. And it's just, I tell you what, it's just really, it's it's a strange... Like, it's a strange time. This feels like a time that if you have young kids now who won't remember this, but you'll tell you'll tell them about this when you're when they're older kind of thing. It really does feel like that really does. It's um what you're saying about the crowd. They are. They're a part of the story. Right. Like a, a lot of what happens is the story told by the crowd. I, I think it was this past week and I was tw- uh, texting you guys telling you I decided um, to go back and watch WrestleMania 18. And yes. and that the crowd had such a big part in the main event story. And I found, and I was, the reason I went back to read it was because I had read an article that discussed how the rock and um, Hulk Hogan's uh, match was not how it was supposed to go. They had something completely different mapped out and they, they threw it completely away in ring at the opening the second Hulk Hogan shoved the rock and the crowd reacted the way they did. They weren't expecting that reaction, but because they got it, Hulk Hogan looks at The Rock and was basically like, want to throw it out and call it in the ring? And Rock's like, let's do it, brother. And they did, right? And it's it's yep. one of these things that became this mythic story. But when you see what the crowd can do to what we love watching, the sport, the story, these 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 athletes doing what they do, um, when they're not there, it can definitely really kind of take away from you know a lot of what you're investing into it. Um, but what it also does, which I realized as I was watching AEW uh, compared to what I saw at SmackDown in the empty arenas, was um, was it, it it forces them now to kind of pivot, right? And how are they going to be creative and interact with an invisible crowd? Then the crowd being the viewer. It's it's weird. It's they've done their best. They've done the best job that they can possibly do because they are still going through the rigmarole, the the motions as if a crowd was there. Uh, in in some cases, you know, trying to just moving stuff, you know, just uh, I watched the the women's match. I think it was last, not this past, fr- might have been last Friday, uh, the first one that they did in the Performance Center, the SmackDown, and they were stomping on the ring and this and that and trying to get something going. And I'm not sure what, uh, uh, but that th- they're going with, it. they're they're continuing as if there was a crowd there, and that's it's it's kind of smart in a way. Uh, to show that you know people just don't do that because there's a crowd there, I guess from a psychology standpoint. But uh, they've done a decent job of of really giving, like just pulling this off. Uh, I, I absolutely commend them for trying it because I know a lot of places would not. A lot of places are just closing up shop, uh, postponing events and whatnot. And I, but I give them a lot of credit for doing this. This is unprecedented uh, as far as like these empty arena wrestling shows. Uh, I mean, uh, the, we've seen the Rock and Mankind that was intended to be a uh, empty arena match way back when for Super Bowl, the halftime heat. But uh, what we're seeing right now is it's it's. Uh, I mean, they're adjusting and they're doing very well. They're giving viewers an alternative product uh product and just uh something to be optimistic about i guess even though the reception's been lukewarm yeah it's uh, one thing there's a couple things that i was thinking as i was watching i've watched both some wwe and aew during this where they've had no crowds i thought for comparison aew was 
was kind of smart to at least have the other wrestlers around. Yeah. To kind of act, you know, uh, I kind of, I, I liked that. But also, to me, it really showed how much AEW especially, and I thought they had the better show, so I'm not putting them down in any way when I say this, but I thought them especially are really affected by this mm-hmm. because they're, you know, they're the new kid on the block. Mm-hmm. They're the, the, they're the hot, they're the, <laughs> they're the hot one in the boy band. The one all the girls scream for. <laughs> yeah. So right now they don't have a crowd that's screaming for them during their move. So it really stood out to me because AEW, and it's not, and I'm not knocking it. I love AEW, so please know that. But uh, they really rely more on how, I guess, modern wrestling, I guess is the way we want to put it, uh, where it's less, it's more about the big moves you can do mm-hmm. type of thing and less, they still tell a story, don't get me wrong, but it's it's, it's less emphasis on that, it feels, at times. Uh, and that really stood out to me at times on that show. Yeah. Uh, and I, that, that they were really hoping, they, they really, you could really tell they needed some crowd there for what they were doing yeah and i think that's why they put the wrestlers on the sides to kind of interact with which i I actually kind of thought was cool right like i actually liked that idea having uh what would be kind of considered the faces on one side and the heels on the other and then the wrestlers coming out and reacting to them kind of being taunted or cheered you know what i mean uh so i did like i did like that but man you're not kidding a lot of what they do requires reaction based on the moves because right now it's about that that kind of like oh ah you know when they when they get yeah. hit so hard that um, it's definitely noticeable. Uh, what I did like about AEW's episode was that they opened literally addressing what was happening and how it was a big deal. But then they brought the reality. Kenny Omega takes the mic and talks about how he it's the reality is is that they're a young company. They're not sure if they're going to survive this. And when that be when that like he says that and and I'm sure you know they're going to survive this. But still, let's think about that. They are a younger company, right? How, yeah. Who knows how long this goes? What if this goes a year? What if this goes a couple years? No kidding. Like, just like, you know, not to be alarmist or anything. But yeah. Right. If it does, I mean, they have figured out how to use social media and YouTube to their benefit. So I could see them possibly still still being a, a thing. But, man, like you said, Johnny, a lot of what they're doing is a very crowd-centric, um, you know, uh, product at the moment. Yeah, and... You know, just to echo what Matt was saying, I do commend both companies for at least trying something. Yeah. Uh, you know, we don't have anything going on right now sports-wise besides maybe NFL free agency. I mean, that's literally the only thing that's it's keeping ESPN alive right now. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it's it's just, you know, in the NBA, which is one of my favorite things to watch, uh, it got shut down after a guy was uh, confirmed to have it the coronavirus Rudy Gobert was confirmed to have it. And since then, uh, I think it's at least seven or eight other NBA basketball players have tested positive for it. So it's spread around there pretty decently. I kind of wonder, and I, I, you know, I pray that this doesn't happen. What would they have to shut down the wrestling ones? If one of the wrestlers came down with it, they found that out because it's spreading around. I mean, a, a, a pro golfer has it, you know, uh, some actors that we know, you know, famous actors have it. Uh, famous yeah. athletes in other countries have it. First, so. NF- first NFL personality just got uh, just got hit. Uh, Sean Payton, the head coach of the New Orleans Saints, just got uh, yeah, diagnosed. Yeah. So uh, there's... and it's like, and, and I like what you say there, Matt. Diagnosed, not that he just got it, because again. Yeah. You know, a lot of people might have it. They're just not, there's no test to tell them that they have it. I'm reading so many reports and not just reading. Okay. I actually know a couple people 
um, who are reporting family members having had these symptoms going to the doctors, doctors saying, you know, it could be flu, could be pneumonia, but it could also be this, but they won't know because they don't have a test to use. Right. So, I mean, who, who man, knows think how long about this it. thing has been going on for. We, I mean, this could be the peak of it right now, and we could be coming down uh, because there are, like, I mean, we're not scientists or anything, but uh, from what I'm hearing, speak for are, yourself. Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. Oh, 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 okay. Okay, then. <laughs> Uh, That's Dr. Townsend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, no, but I didn't like, go to a college I just made up for 20 years. Not be called doctor. <laughs> Pappy Land University. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so, but it's clearing up in China uh, from what I hear. So this, yeah, uh, this could have yeah, passed right now, They're yeah, closing right down now, quarantines and stuff like that. Yeah, we got to follow what China did, which is a weird, it feels like a weird sentence to say, but uh, they uh, they literally shut everything down, and they've had a couple of days now where they've really had slowed down reports of cases and such. Uh, so I, I do feel right now, overall, our country is doing a, an okay job of uh, social distancing and really spreading the word and that, but it does concern me still that you know, there will still be pictures of, like, the beach in Florida or somewhere, and it's just crowded, <laughs> you know? Oh, my God. Uh, it drives me nuts. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But, man, this is a weird, strange time in wrestling, so uh, I hope none of, the, none of the wrestlers get it. And it really, uh, as you guys know, and I know a few, too, this really impacts independent wrestling hugely. Oh, it the most absolutely because uh, there's nothing a lot of these independent wrestling places can go to the thing about independent wrestling and granted at the pro level uh well the the big time level um you know a lot of guys are they're they're kind of located all over the place but um there's not like a, a concrete location that these indie companies can afford uh that's just theirs that they can use so it's it's really, it's re- you can't do shows like that. You can't do shows. A lot of places are just kind of re- like streaming uh, old episodes, old matches, and, and and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, they these guys they can't they can't do anything. Uh, they can't wrestle. Can't even go to the gym. Uh, there's not a whole lot you can do right now uh, as a independent wrestler. So if you're not signed somewhere big time, you're you're kind of uh, you're just not in a good spot right now. Yeah. So I think another message we want to get out there on this show is if you have, if there's a wrestler that you really like, that's an independent wrestler, yep. uh, maybe the, now's the time, if you haven't before, to buy some merch from them. Do it, man. Go to the prowrestlingtees.com. A lot of them get their, their stuff sold through there. But I'll tell you what they do also is they have a, a ton that they bring to shows with them. So I bet if you reach out to them and tell them you were willing to purchase something directly from them, they'd be happy to send it out to you. Yes. So I highly recommend doing that. Uh, support your local wrestlers. Exactly. Please. I wanted to also think this is a good time too, uh, since most of us are kind of stuck at home, uh, to maybe offer some suggestions of things to uh, to watch. I know Chris and I did this on our other podcast, but what are some wrestling related things uh, that we can like suggest to watch? Like one example would be on Netflix. They just put up um, Beyond the Mat is on there now. If you uh. haven't seen that, it's such a great documentary about wrestling. I've now's the time to jump on board and watch that i've been watching yeah. a lot of wrestling documentaries and things on youtube lately so that's pretty you can find a lot of good documentaries on youtube 
Not even just documentaries, yes. but old stuff. Uh, and I know, oh. Chris, you've been very, you've been very, uh, you know, in, in our group chat, in our personal group chat, Dark Side of the Ring, I think it's called. Yeah, I, ca- I caught up on the first season of Dark Side of the Ring, which covers, you know, you know, some of the not so glamorous parts of what we love to, you know, what we love. But it's 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 part of the history. Uh, they had six episodes, you know, covering things like the Von Erich curse, uh, fabulous Moolah, um, you know, the, the, Bruiser, those, Brody. Bruiser, Bruiser Brody. Uh, I think the second season's about to start here soon, but you can catch yeah, a lot is. of the first uh, season on YouTube um, for free. Actually, some people have it up on YouTube. I'm not, I can't remember who, but you can go out and check it out. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, wanted to throw this out there. There's a brand new on the High Spots Network. There's a brand new. <laughs> There's a brand new five dollar wrestling, and uh-huh. it's not just the show, but because they traveled this time, they went to Indiana, I think it was. But it's also the road trip to Indiana, uh, so you're actually following all these guys in one car. Oh my god, are you serious? <laughs> it, oh, it is, it is incredible. Uh, it's uh-huh. kind of a behind the scenes of what poor Jake has to put up with from some of these guys and. Uh, but some of these guys really come off very lovable. Like I'll never, if anybody hates freight train, I'll punch them in the face. <laughs> uh, that guy's a national treasure. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, but um, it's the wrestle ranger is a guy who, if you don't know, he's a guy <laughs> who basically wrestles in a, in a, like a Halloween uh, power Rangers suit. Nice. He, oh man. During this whole trip, he never takes it off ever. And I love it. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, um, oh, you know what? There's a, a whole channel uh, on YouTube you can subscribe to called Original uh, Original Wrestling Documentaries, um, and almost they're they're actually well put together. The, the whoever does this, the the production's pretty cool. Uh, and I watched a couple of them. There was WCCW, the Untold Story of Wrestling Territories. Um, there was the other one I saw was AWA, the Untold Story. Basically, it's all these they, they call them the Untold Story, but it's it's little documentaries about all different wrestling promotions, territory days. Uh, it's that that's a good one too. Yeah. Ori- original and wrestling I, and documentaries. I know, yeah, and I know that the High Spots Network has a lot of really good wrestling documentaries on it as well. Yes, sir. So, you know, quite a few really good ones. And also, real quick, I want to run this by you both, of you guys, especially you, Matt, since you've been in the ring. Um, I legit saw a move during this, uh, this, the newest episode of $5 wrestling that I can honestly say, I don't think I've ever seen before. And it was honestly so good. I don't know how anybody's, if somebody's done it, I don't know of it, uh, but they should steal it if they haven't, because this, 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 I don't want to tell you who, cause I want you guys to experience it when you experience it. But pretty much, uh, this guy was pinning this other guy. And then, you know, the, the, when the stronger guy breaks the pin, he throws, tosses the guy up in the air off of him. Yep. So he does that, and that guy turns that. The guy who's getting tossed up in the air turns it into a leg drop in one move. Really? One motion. What? It was amazing. <laughs> okay, now I gotta go. I Wait, gotta watch a, this yeah. at a five dollar wrestling show. Yes, yes. <laughs> I promise you. I rewound and watched it three times. I believe you, but I'm just amazed because I, I, like, when I think five dollar wrestling, I, I'm not thinking of the most athletic bunch of people, but I know they do have some little right. guys. Yeah. But that's that's cool. Yeah, and I've never seen it before, and I'm telling you, somebody needs to steal that because that was fantastic. <laughs> gonna have to check that out, man. That is, that's very unique. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Wow, it was, imp- it was very impressive. That's nice. athletically like, like not easy to do, but I kudos to that. I gotta check that out. Gotta check that out. Yeah, yeah, man. You got any suggestions beside what we've already said for what people can kind of binge on? 
No, I mean, it, there's there's such a plethora out there, and legit, wherever you look, you're gonna find something. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I don't I don't really have any subscriptions anywhere. I don't have any WWE Network. I don't have anything like high spots or anything like that. Even though I do have access to it. But, uh, I mean, I, I could sit around on YouTube all day. Like That's really what I've been. I've been off of work for a month now, not coronavirus-related. But I have – I feel like I've watched every YouTube video ever. Uh, that's, how I legi- <laughs> that's how I legitimately feel. Pornhub, you're next. But uh, – <laughs> Oh, man, you're going to – They've got wrestling on there. You're going to need a shower. You're going to need a shower. <laughs> they got wrestling on there. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's what they, they call it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's what my parents said when I walked mm, in. What are you doing, mud, wrestling? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's a mud match. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, no! But in all seriousness, I like. And there's... then Daniel was born. It's <laughs> amazing. Surprise! Uh... <laughs> a... I used the one brother that I've met of Chris's. <laughs> Is that your only brother, too, Chris? No, I've got. No, three. he's got a couple. How many? How many you got? I got three brothers, one sister. Now I know. Yes, now sir. I know. There's a lot of you guys. Yeah, uh, a lot. <laughs> a lot. A lot of Chavez around here. Uh, yes, sir. Well, a lot of Florida, so yeah, I got to worry about that. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, like, YouTube, I, I gave I, – it's just – there's a rabbit hole. You can just easily dig yourself in a rabbit hole. Matches, old promos, skits, uh, and just so much more. Like, I, I've really taken a liking to, like, I know it's it's been around for a while, but, like, you shoot, so good. Uh, you get to hear like all these in-depth stories. I've I've watched. I don't believe I've ever watched so much Honky Tonk Man in my life. Uh, but, but I've been watching a lot of Honky Tonk Man interviews. He just talks about everything. He just he's oh the shoots. Yeah, I've seen a couple of those. They're great and they're he fun. goes in, and, dude. Yeah, and it, like they're fun. They're fun, and I've actually been like kind of learning a little bit from watching those as to what like I want to do with some of my podcasts as far as video content. Like I've been. Just picking ideas at it, but it's been very educa- like educational. It's always cool. I love hearing the old behind-the-scenes stories because those mm-hmm. never come to light anymore. Uh, or They never used to co- come to light like the way that they do now. Now yeah. you know everything that goes on. If somebody farts on somebody, uh, you know. That's actually a thing because yeah. I heard about Big Show and Mark Henry, but uh, back then they didn't <laughs> tell those stories. Oh, I thought you were still talking about your Pornhub uh, search history. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it kind of falls in the same uh, category there, uh, but yeah, it's 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 really neat. There, there's a there's so much to do, and and that's why it is the best time to be a wrestling fan. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, with everything that's going on, this like if you are like if you live, eat, breathe professional wrestling, you're set right now. You can be holed up in your apartment, your house, your parents' basement for probably the next six months and still not see everything that there's available on the internet. Yeah, seriously. Probably longer, dude. Probably years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know what I think we should do? And I think we we could po- we will post this, uh, you know, as representatives of Harley K. Fabe on the network's Facebook page. So, again, go check out BICBP Network on Facebook. Why don't we start posting uh, some of the greatest matches we pe- we think people should check out while they're cor- uh, coronavirus in? I think it's a great idea. Like we'll, we'll just keep adding to the list. We'll keep a list on there, and then the three of us will just keep going in and adding to it. You know what I mean? Oh, I love that idea. Love that idea. Maybe some video skits where we're watching along or doing doing commentary like we used oh, to do. We uh, could do that. That'd be yeah. fun, man. We, we should get a – I know we have a group page, but I think we should totally get a uh, straight-up Harley K. Fabe Facebook page. 
Okay. I mean, we have yeah, we have the group. Let's do yeah, let's do it. Let's create the the page for the podcast so we can do stuff like that. I'd like I'd I like feel that. like we have one. We're just really bad at using it. <laughs> no, that's more of just that's more of the group. It's like a wrestling group. It's not a, a page for the podcast. Yeah, so, no, I thought it was the yeah. same thing. <laughs> No, so, not at all. <laughs> so yeah, no, I think it'd be a good idea uh, if we went that awesome. route, and that's a good way to start streaming some matches and, and doing some cool content, and whatnot. Heck yeah, heck yeah. So everything's on hold, right? What's the new? What's what's coming up now? So WrestleMania is the big thing. That this is going to be tough. Did you see that they have number one Gronk is the presenter or the host? I'm so excited for that. <laughs> yes. You have no idea. And then, <laughs> and then, not only to empty arenas. Uh, you know, it's going to be in more than one location over more than one night. Yeah, Saturday and Talk Sunday. Talk to me about this. Uh, I think this is a good way to kind of uh, try and figure this whole, like, how do you do this? Like, everybody's, like, losing their minds. Like, there's people legitimately not happy that WrestleMania is still occurring. And I understand it is the the granddaddy of them all and, and crowd and everything. It, it, those help, it helps define a lot of these moments that happen, but... Uh, unfortunately, it's not the the place to be. You can't just go and reschedule a WrestleMania. All right, we don't. One, yeah. we don't know when this thing is going to blow over. Two, you have to hold down a venue. You got to book it. You can't just be like, "Hey, I want to be there in a month," and and just run an event. Yeah, you you saw what was happening with uh, what was it? No, who was it? It was somebody that High Spots always puts on a show uh, during the same weekend as WrestleMania, and they always go to the same town. And they usually have like the older wrestlers who will sign autographs. Uh, WrestleCon or something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were they had a um, they already had it in place for a Marriott hotel down yeah, there somewhere. Yeah, this is messed up. And then obviously they had to cancel it because of you know literally Florida said you can't do this. Yeah. And the Marriott was like, well, you're still going to yeah. pay. Us yeah, for I this. did see that. And like that's it's. Uh, I mean, that's horrible. Like shame on Marriott and, and company. Like they're getting a lot of bad press right now, and rightfully so. Well, the good news is they did t- turn it around probably after oh, all that good. bad press and say, okay, well, I didn't see that part. But still, but yeah, I mean, it, I like the, that they're doing two days. I don't understand the point of doing two different locations, though, if there's going to be uh, if there's going to be no crowd. So I'm curious to see what that is going to turn out. But what do you think? How do you think Gronk's going to be as a host? Like, what's he going to do? Honestly, like Gronk is, you know. As dumb as he he has appeared, and like he he's done some <laughs> dumb stuff. Uh, he's very entertaining. He's very very entertaining because now he's a full he's he's signed. He's with the WWE. Um, you know he's he's signed. He's in there. Uh, he's doing a lot better. He had a lot of concussions, and he's been on the C, on CBD. He's been really pushing the CBD oil, uh, and and like working with those kind of products. So I think he's going to be very entertaining. He's. He's Gronk, and, and I don't know, people gravitate towards people doing other people doing silly stuff sometimes, yeah, and Gronk's yeah. kind of like the perfect guy for that. And and he comes off and he comes off very, to me, obviously, I don't follow, I haven't followed him near as much as anybody who follows NFL does, but to me, he comes off very high energy and very, uh, like, not afraid to talk and say things unless, of course, you're asking him about Aaron Hernandez yeah. or something. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, I mean you're not wrong. You're not wrong about that. Oh god! Shot. Sorry, I just watched that oh, documentary. So I, I oh, no, it's cool because he got, took a lot of flack. I forgot which Super Bowl they lost. It might have been uh, 2011. It might have been the 2011 one. I think I was living in Rochester at that time. The 2011 2012 uh, Super Bowl when they lost to the Giants for the second time, and he was 
videotaped out partying. He was out clubbing wherever the Super Bowl was at. And he took a lot of flack for it. He just he don't he don't care. He's a fun dude, uh, and I think he's like a really great fit in WWE. Like he's not gonna go back to football. He's lost so much weight. He's not gonna put his health and men- his mental health, most importantly, at risk. Uh, WWE was the next like evolution towards that. I'm actually I'm really excited to see what uh, his career career ends up panning out mm. to be. Hmm. And the, the the you know pro wrestling has a history of, and I don't know where Gronk's going to go, but has a history of pro athletes, especially football players, turning out to be really good wrestlers. So, uh, yeah, I I, I did an episode. Uh, well, I want to do a little bit more focal point of that, but uh, my football podcast, Two Point Conversation, we did we kind of looked at a lot of those guys. Uh, Bradshaw, Goldberg are, are just a few to uh, you know to really talk about Roman Reigns and and, and several others. They had these decent football stints, uh, and they all went over to pro wrestling and had pretty successful careers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 line between professional football and pro wrestling it's a lot closer than than people think, and uh, it's yeah. And heck, if you if you were uh, if Jr. was like head of talent relations and you just said you played football, you'd get a job basically. <laughs> yeah. And if you're Oklahoma, you're you're getting the push. Oh, oh God. yeah, you're shoot in. Yeah, no kidding for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot. It was back in like the thirties, one of the early like big name football Bronco Nagurski or whatever. Uh, really big time football player in the early days, uh, and he made a decently successful transition to to pro wrestling back in the thirties and forties, and and you know could still stimulate an income and and what one football was back then and two pro wrestling so uh it's it's almost a natural progression for a lot of guys did you wait did you say you did cover uh you did a whole episode on wrestlers that were that, that football players that became wrestlers or you you covered one? I, I more so focused on now that you mentioned this would be a great crossover but um, i was about to say that because if you didn't let's cross it over let's, let's do that do it. In a, in, like in a future episode I did. I did actors. I did famous celebrities, so like Tommy Lee Jones and okay, uh, like Ronald Reagan and just Terry. Yeah. Uh, Terry Crews is a big one. Yeah, uh, people don't know he played for the Rams and he played in the uh, NFL Europe. But um, OJ Simpson. Oh, what? OJ. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the Naked Gun movies. That's how yeah. I know him. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 you're right. He's a you're Buffalo right. Bill. Um, that's right. Well, I was more so going for people who started off in. You're right. Uh, you are 100. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to stay away from the killets. No, I'm just kidding. Um, that is true. Uh, um, but yeah, we could definitely so yeah. do an episode where it's like the guys that that came into wrestling and succeeded, as opposed to the guys that didn't. Because there's a whole lot that came in and just went nowhere. No, I'd love to do that. Uh, my one of my co-hosts, Andrew Lenz, and I'm sure a couple other ones would love to join in on that. So I would not mind trying to run a. Trying to run a panel for yes. to do that because pro it is it's it's really cool. I mean, I still uh, remember. Uh, sorry to interrupt you, Matt, but you this is this is important. I still, <laughs> I, still re- <laughs> I still remember when I was a kid and I was really into getting wrestling figures. Uh, that I was at, I think it was a Walmart or something, and I saw a four pack, and it was of the Four Horsemen, and you had, but it was the newer Four Horsemen. It was Ric Flair. Yes, it was. It was Chris. I'm not supposed to say his last name. Benoit, uh, Benoit, and it was Dean Malenko, <laughs> and of course, as any kid would want, it was Steve Mondo. <laughs> <laughs> that is the oh my god, oh uh, that's that's horrible, dude. That sucks. Yeah. So I I got it for three out of the four. <laughs> wow. Mongo. 
<laughs> that's yeah, I mean that's a great one. Uh, I mean Lawrence Taylor. They, they had they, I think WrestleMania two, one of those early WrestleManias. They did a big NFL versus WWF battle royal. Uh, like that would be a fun thing to kind of examine. I know Lawrence Taylor was a big part of that, and uh, yeah, I mean I I would love to do. I think that's a the perfect crossover for for one. I of love those that. Episodes. I love that this episode is nothing but us talking about what we're going to do in future episodes. <laughs> <laughs> We're giving people hope, man. We're giving people hope. They're going to come back. We are. We are the because light let's at be the honest. The yeah, let's be honest. We talked about this, Matt. Um, you know, wh- what we're seeing here with the coronavirus is literally a stop of everything. And like Hollywood productions have stopped. You know, television productions have stopped. They're going to just start streaming a lot of what was supposed to premiere in theaters uh, to people's homes. But at some point, if this is something that goes on, you know, longer than anticipated. The only way you're going to get new content is who's ever going to be providing it online. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of actors and actresses that are doing their own videos and things. But let's be honest, man. Podcasters are going to are going to rise up a little more with this thing. Uh, YouTubers are going to get a lot more traction because of this thing. It's just we're all being forced to kind of live day to day and in the present moment. And when you can't really do too much, it's like you said, Matt, at the very beginning of the show. We're human beings. As a species, our brains kind of we are they, they shoot off these endorphins and, and we feel joy when we're entertained. And so it's something that we gravitate to and it's something as a society we we hold high. We hold entertainment on a on a pedestal. So Yes. When it comes I mean, down, you know, yeah. yeah, when it comes down to it and it ends uh, and we're here to help provide that, man, we could spend a whole podcast saying what we're going to do. And, and that's a little entertaining, but hopefully it gives people, you know, kind of this this thing to look forward to saying, oh, sweet. Now I can list, look forward to listening to that, you know? Yeah. And it's also I mean, you just get kind of sad just thinking about all the people affected by this, yeah. you know, not even just by the virus itself, but like maybe. What they're, I mean, we already talked about indie wrestlers and how they're affected by it. And they're not the only ones. I mean, just think of, you know, your morning news people, you know, the people in a helicopter looking at the traffic. There's no need for them right now. Yeah. You know, there's all uh, kinds and, of people and I'm seeing, affected by this. I mean, I'm seeing, too, and, and I know like this isn't very pro wrestling-like, but uh, as far as like, entertainment, like I, we know a lot of very talented artistic people. Yeah. And they just, a lot of people are just shutting down their podcast right now. Especially, like, I've seen that a lot in the sports world. Uh, there's just nothing to, like, oh. for, as far as, like, current news, there's nothing to there's nothing to talk about. But, yeah. you know, we, us, we live in love nostalgia, right? Our, our show, this Harley Kayfabe, a lot of the other shows, you don't need current news to operate. Mm-hmm. We, can, we can build content, uh, you know, we could do anything with it. So we're seeing a lot of people, like, this is their time to shine, but they're just not... Uh, they're just like they they can't giving figure up. it out. They they're, they're giving up. They can't put anything out there, and it's like it's such a shame. Uh, you know, this is this could be like a huge like artistic express yourself kind of revolution for a lot of people, and and a, they're just not a lot of people aren't taking the chance. That's why like I'm proud of this like this network because everybody's still going, everybody's still alive and kicking. Every legit everybody in our network is doing something yeah whether it's keeping up on podcast episodes uh squad wipe shout out to them they're constantly streaming you know video games and stuff now twitch johnny twitch uh johnny you're you're killing it with your art uh you know chris you're staying busy you're you're uh you're and i'm scratching myself (laughs) 24 7 (laughs) chris you're staying busy with work and you're turning this whole podcast like network like on its on its head we have a 24-hour stream now boom uh that we didn't have before check out the link it's 
Check out the link. It's on our website, BICBP-radio.com. It is, like, I'm very, very proud to be a part of this network right now. I, I don't think it's ever been better to be in our group, and, and there's just so much creativity and stuff going on. And, and if you are, if you are a content creator, this is the time. This is the time. Become a part of somebody's daily routine and and just just do what you do best. Get creative. Sit down. Think about what you're doing. But go, just go ahead and get creative because um, people need people like us right now. Yeah. They do. And that's why I can understand why a lot of these wrestlers <clears> – <throat> Uh, at least on the 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 big the, the you know like AEW WWE style where they have the money and the wherewithal to be able to continue to do this at least until they're completely shut down. Uh, I can understand why they they want to do it. They still want to be you know putting things out for the people to consume. So they're coming from the same place we're coming from. Uh, it's the, you know the people who don't have that kind of backing that seem to be kind of hurting. So we want to make sure that everybody goes out and helps support them. We appreciate everybody that listens to us, and we're going to do our best to make sure that we continue to entertain you and give you quality content moving forward. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah. WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, we'll see what happens, right? Yeah, we'll see what happens. I, I mean, it, I, it's on now, but who knows? At some point, they may end up canceling it, where they're just not allowed to do it at all. You know, so I mean, it's it's a weird time to be living. It's it's nothing that we have seen in recent history for us to be able to base how to act upon. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of like we are living day to day. We'll just see kind of what happens uh, here at Kayfabe. We're going to keep trying to bring you updated info when there is but other than that like matt said man we have a lot in the world of wrestling to talk about so this isn't going to end no no not at all there's such a rich history like i mean if like i this isn't going to be over next week obviously this pandemic i wouldn't mind starting to kind of go through like run through the history we're doing that Uh, the early days the late 1800s early 1900s when like carnies and stuff like that's something i I would vouch heavy for. If you guys are up for it, I, th- I think it would be a cool spotlight. Yes, Talk about some of the big, the big names back then. Uh, that that's there's 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 so much, and of course, you know everything. AEW is still moving forward. WWE is still moving forward, even though AEW like has a, like they're doing stuff on these shows. <laughs> you know what? Let, which is cool. Let me throw this out here because I can't believe we're not talking about this. And since uh, you know we're kind of coming to the end of the show here, I feel like it's important we have to mention it. AEW is doing something, right? Holy yeah. shit. Broken Matt Hardy and Brody Lee. Boom. Yeah. Like, how good was that? My God. Johnny, what were your, th- I mean, what were your thoughts on that? It was, it, it's it's pretty exciting, uh, you know, stuff to see. Because, like, WWE, they're just like, yeah, we're just going to go through the motions. We're entertaining you. But AEW is like, no, we're rolling right along. I loved it. I To me, it takes a lot of guts honestly to have two big reveals on one show when you don't have a crowd yeah Yeah. that's 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 some balls man but it was impactful wasn't it the way they did it was so impactful that literally twitter exploded messages exploded texting exploded yeah i mean i obviously i loved it because i love both those guys so i'm all for it uh, but also part of me was a little sad because I would have loved how the crowd would have went wild for <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, you know? yeah. But true. I will say, uh, just to back up what you're saying, though, like they're they're like, hey, they're put in a tough, weird spot, and let's just try. You know, let's just try and see what happens. Uh, you know, I, I love that Brody Lee was 
the one in charge of all those guys because everybody was assuming it was going to be Matt Hardy. So that what a great reveal. They they kept that under wraps very well, I thought, because I never, ever heard his name brought up for it. Mm. Um, no. Uh, no, not a single then, one. Yeah. People were yeah. going to say he was actually supposed to be with uh, uh, Butcher and the Blade. They thought he was totally going to be with Butcher and the Blade. So that's why that was, a, that was a nice swerve that he didn't go that route. So Yeah. Yeah, so I really liked that a lot. And, of course, I've always been a Matt Hardy fan, so. I'm all for whatever he does. And I think uh, with how AEW kind of structures things to let people have a little bit more creative freedom than they do at some other place. I'm oh, my name. God. Dude, can uh, you just imagine what all he can do with the broken universe over there? <sighs> this is the thing. They've taken the reins off of Matt Hardy. We as wrestling yeah. fans are in for a treat. We are. And I will in also say treat. and I will also say uh, I think I mean, Chris Jericho roughly so gets a lot of praise. But I think the thing that people don't really realize is that he sold Matt Hardy there because he looked oh, like yeah. he legit like just like Taz said he legit looked like he saw a ghost. Whereas Taz said saw a ghost. Put there somehow. <laughs> he looked like he saw a ghost. But that's how he looked. You know, yeah. he looked completely shocked that, that that Matt Hardy was looking down at him. Oh. So, man, I I am excited for both those guys and what they're bringing to the table to AEW. Same, same. Just here's hoping that that it continue. We get a chance to watch it continue, right? Oh yeah, for sure. So, gentlemen, I don't know. I mean, I know we're coming back, but we'll see what holds uh, what we're going to be talking about next week. Well, the, this next the the week coming up, it could hold anything really. That's right. Who knows? Most certainly can. Most certainly can. We we will see. We will see. Yes, yes. So, if you guys have nothing else to say, I'm done. Uh, listeners, again, check out bicbp-radio.com. We got a link on there. 24 hour live stream of our podcast from all over the network. Currently, there's a uh, 24 doing 24 hour streams of certain shows. Uh, as we're recording, you will not have heard it. There's Retro Bliss is playing, uh, but can, Retro Bliss exactly. Uh, but oh, listen over the next few days, and you'll hear certain shows streaming for 24 what hours. A stupid show. <laughs> and then it will come back to being a mixed bag, so you can listen at any time, uh, like a radio station, and just never know what show is playing. You might find something new. Uh, but thank you so much for listening, hard, hardly kayfabe. We are going to make sure to wash our hands and stay clean and make sure we keep our social distancing, but we are going to come back next week. We're going to be here for you guys as long as you're having us in your ears. So for Matt Johnson, for Johnny Townsend, I'm Chris Chavez. We appreciate you guys. Uh, Let's take it home, boys. (laughs) 